0: I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined, as always, by the man who owns the company. Tibbs, I'm running out of names for you. You got so many accolades. I'm running out at this point, though. I own the
1: most captain's hats per capita in the world. You could say that one.
0: The captain's hat capita man, Captain Tibbs. Hello, Sills. How are you doing this week? I am doing fa- Well, I'm a- It's been a week, Tibbs. It's been a couple... Some things have happened societally... And it's not been good. Uh, But, Tibbs, I do want to talk about probably one of the most shocking things I've seen, which was, of course, the end of last week's JWF Monday Night Ignition. We had an amazing main event. Scotty Moore versus Guy Fieri for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. And, of course, we do know Scotty Moore won that match by the skin of his teeth. But the most shocking part came after that match. When Scotty Moore, he attempted to beat down Guy Fieri. He was angry. He was furious. But of course, who came to Guy Fieri's aid but none other than, of course, the former JWF champion himself, Momoa Curry.
1: Mm-hmm. Momoa Curry, he saw that Guy Fieri had put up a valiant effort That he wanted he, he wanted that championship so badly from Scotty Moore. And when Scotty Moore tried to pull some dirty tactics... Momoa Curry went down to save Guy Fieri, to show him respect, to which... Guy Fietti was not so receptive that's
0: right Guy Fietti actually picking up Momoa Curry leveling him with that food fight maneuver guy's been known for but you gotta think guy guy is that situation always the bride'smaid never the bride you gotta think he had gotten fed up of having to be saved by Momoa Curry of getting beat down after the match that that anger definitely had to brew over at the end of that episode of ignition.
1: It's hard, Sills. It's hard to feel like you're constantly having to rely on people, constantly having to have people come and save you. And I guess our guy, Yeti it, it finally tipped over, and he took all his anger out on Momoa Curry, which I just, that breaks my heart, Sills. It breaks
0: my heart. That's right, but you got to think there is still some unfinished business between Scotty Moore, our JWF champion, and Momoa Curry. And that is why Scotty is coming out to the ring right now. And I think he has a message for the god of the JWF. The story of Momoa Curry in the JWF is over. Look, I I know a lot of you might not like that. You don't like to hear it. You can boo me all you want, but you know I'm right. I ended his story back at Wrestlepalooza, and every single day since, Momoa has been trying to write another chapter in his epic history. Whether it be attacking me from behind, challenging me to a steel cage match, or even inserting himself into my match last week. Momoa Curry, I'm sorry, but he just can't admit when things are over. You see, Momoa, I... I was trying to be the nice guy here. I gave you your little rematch out of sympathy and I still kicked your ass. But here you come back at it again trying to make yourself out as the hero of the JWF. But you're not. You've never been the hero. I have been the hero since day one. Ever since I first stepped into this company. I have been its salvation and you've been Terrified to admit that. Even when I pinned you to that mat time and time again, even when I beat both you and your dumb little brother to win this title around my waist at Wrestlepalooza, you've been terrified to admit that you are exactly what you'd always fear you'd become. A relic of the past. So, Momoa, look, I'm sick of this dumb little song and dance. I can't Take it anymore. So, at cash in the bag, I plan to do. Oh, Tibbs, listen to that. There it is, the music of Momoa Curry. And, Tibbs, let me tell you something. You know, the God of the JWF can't be happy about being called a relic of the past.
1: No, he didn't get a chance to come after Scotty Moore last week. He's definitely going to be here tonight.
0: That's right, you see Momoa Curry standing on that stage, proudly picking up that microphone. And I think Momoa Curry's got a lot to say against Scotty Moore. Let's have a listen. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Tibbs! Tibbs before Momoa Curry can even speak. Guy Fietti. Guy Fietti coming from behind with that same steel chair. Scotty Moore attempted to attack him with last week, and Guy Fietti has just snapped. He is laying in to the god of the JWF. What the world is he thinking?
1: Alright, this isn't just some one off thing. At the end of a match now, Guy Vietti is systematically attacking Momoa Curry.
0: I, I can't stand for it. I, I gotta know what's going on. Oh my god, Guy! Guy, you know, I know we've had our disagreements in the past, but thank you, man! I've been waiting for something interesting to happen in this company for so long. No, no, no! And finally, no, no. You... no! Shut up! You don't get to speak! Because you act like this company belongs to you, Scotty Moore. You walk around backstage like you're a big shot just because you managed to pin a man that was already near death. You act like you proved something when you escaped a cage and ran away like the bitch you are. No, Scotty, you've proven absolutely nothing since winning that title. Just like you've never proven anything in your entire damn career. You've made your name off the backs of the real workers in this company. Workers like me, guys who've spent their entire career being held back and being told they weren't worth a damn thing in the ring. Scotty, what I just did to Momoa Curry with that steel chair is just a fraction of what I plan to do to you at Cash in the Back because this is not over between us not by a long shot uh th- th- Tibbs Guy Vietti has snapped Guy Vietti has completely and totally gone off the deep end I, I mean at the end of the day everyone's waiting to see the, the great ending to this epic rivalry between Scotty Moore and Momoa Curry and Guy Vietti has just hijacked the whole damn thing
1: uh, I don't know what it is so. Tensions are running high this time of the year in JWF. People are feeling cooped up. People are finally just exploding to express themselves. And honestly, I don't know what kind of effect it's going to have on our
0: company. That's right, Tibbs. And speaking of a way you can express yourself, speaking of a way you can grow in this company, I want to talk about the the cash-in-the-bag match itself. Six men. Six men enter that ring. The the cash-in-the-bag briefcase swinging above head. And, of course, if you win that briefcase, Tibbs, you are entered in. You can cash in at any time to have a JWF Championship shot. I mean, of course, we know that is how Scotty Moore won the title back at Wrestlepalooza. We've seen numerous people in this company that, much like Guy Fieri, guys who have seemed forgotten, guys who have seemed thrown by the wayside, and that cash-in-the-bag briefcase can really make or break your career, Tibbs.
1: Absolutely, Sills. It is not something that comes often, and it is not something that comes easy. It is normally a competition, a blood sport, between six men who really deserve the title but have never just been able to get it or some who feel like they aren't able to come back up from whatever rut they're in or some who have held that championship before and are wanting to hold it again so some so maybe tensions are running high so maybe maybe the blood is boiling in the jWF but it's for a good reason.
0: That's right. And speaking of a man whose blood is boiling, speaking of a man who wants that championship back around his waist, let's talk about one of the men in that match, Blake Tanner. A man who has been having, I guess, the exact opposite of what you would call a banner year in the JWF. Of course, he started out tag champion alongside Scotty Moore, but then lost that title, lost his alliance with Scotty Moore in the Dillon, and ever since, it seems he has been in a downward spiral here in the JWF. But maybe that briefcase can get him back. What do you think, Tibbs?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It could be the uh, ultimate redemption story, Sills. It could be something that brings Blake Tanner back from the pit of whatever fresh hell he has fallen into over these last few months I, i i really can't explain
0: it that is right tibbs and of course we know cash in the bag has had a great impact on blake tanner's career in the past he has won the jwf championship twice and both of those reigns were ended by a cash in But, of course, we have sent one of our top interviewers backstage to hear Blake's opinions on the Cash in the Bag match and what he plans to do when he faces off in that hellacious match. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with the man who's going to be stepping into his second ever Cash in the Bag match in just a few short weeks. I, of course, am speaking with the man known as Blake Tanner. Now, Blake... You've had uh, a less than positive history with the the cash-in-the-bag briefcase. How do you feel headed into this prestigious match?
2: Yes, I've not exactly had a positive history with that briefcase, have I? Summerfest 2017, I win the JWF Championship for the very first time. One of the greatest moments of my life, one of my biggest achievements. And moments later... That briefcase brings my reign to a quick, abrupt, and terrifying end. Heck in a sec, 2018! I'm the longest reigning JWF champion of the modern era. And the the cash-in-the-bag briefcase brings that reign to an unceremonious end. The the cash-in-the-bag briefcase, McDonald has been the pain of my existence ever since I arrived here in the JWF. It has left nothing but sadness and pain and anguish in its wake. Even Scotty Moore, a man I considered to be my best friend at one point in time, used that briefcase to manipulate me and break me into tiny little pieces. Something that I never really fully recovered from. If anyone knows the type of power that that briefcase holds, it's me. And I'm going to take all the fury and all the hatred I have felt towards that briefcase over these last few years and turn it towards my opponents. I'm going to treat them the way that I've felt for so many years, and I'm going to bring a level of pain to them that they have never seen before because I've decided that it's my turn. It's my turn to bring forth despair and anguish and pain into the universe of the JWF. It is my turn to take the ultimate opportunity in my hand and use it to ruin someone else's life for once. It's Blake Tanner's turn to finally become Mr. Cash in the bag.
0: Okay, Tibbs, um you know of course we here at the JWF we always like to make sure we give good health care insurance to our uh, our superstars. Is our health care plan covered for I don't know, let's say psychiatric visits, maybe therapist sessions like do you think that's something that they could afford on our health care plan?
1: Ah, that, Sills, I don't know if we should have this one on the air. It's it's really expensive. I
0: mean, I'm not asking... Like, it's real,
3: real expensive,
1: Sills. I
0: mean, I'm not asking for, like, any specific superstar who might have just spoke, but I, I, think, I think psychiatric help might be a benefit to those of us in the JWF, but... Tibbs, Blake Tanner, he certainly seems focused going into that match alongside his opponents. Of course, we know Hollywood Holcher is going to be in that match. The team that are going to be in action later tonight, FOMO-san and the Hammer Man. AJ Steele, a man we haven't seen in a while here in this company, is going to be in that match. And then, of course, a man returning to this company after let's be honest Tibbs we thought his career might have been over back at the Regal Rumble it is the man known as Chuck Tibbs who of course announced him last week to be a last minute addition to the match and Tibbs you know the JWF universe was crazy when they heard that Chuck Tibbs was coming back
1: (laughs) and Zills, there is nobody crazier about that return than yours truly right here We've been trying to keep it secret. We've been trying. We've been trying to keep the records of his progress, his amazing recovery. My son, Chuck Tibbs, until his valiant return. And I'm just so proud. I'm so damn proud.
0: That is right, Tibbs. But of course, one man who was not happy to see him was Rat. Boy Connor. Rat Boy knew that there was going to be a sixth entrant into that match after Funky Flossie's unfortunate injury. Of course, Rat Boy came out. He was definitely petitioning to be that sixth man, but Chuck Tibbs came out, and he made it clear that he would be that last man, and that is, of course, what led to this match right now as Chuck Tibbs, in his returning match of the JWF, takes on Rat boy connor and tims let me tell you something i i know we're supposed to be unbiased but i kind of fear for the rap boy <laughs>
1: I don't fear for himself. Let's just say it that way. But I, I know he's going to lose. Well, hold on. The, the bell is going
0: ring. And oh, look at that. Tibbs Connor immediately raking the eye of Chuck Tibbs, blinding your boy. And oh, dropping him with a DDT skull first into the mat. And Tibbs, you got to think that is some payback for that vicious DD Tibbs that your son laid on to Connor last week. That might be payback for
1: it, Sills. But the way he got to it, he raked my boy's eyes as a clearly illegal maneuver. If that's the kind of tactic that this rat boy's going to be taking in this match, then you know he's
0: not going to be taking it seriously. That's right. You see our referee, Shibata, berating him, telling him that is an illegal maneuver, trying to get Connor to go back. But unfortunately, Connor is already forcing Chuck into a pin. Shibata being forced to make a reluctant call. One. Two and oh, Chuck just barely getting that shoulder up at two. But look at this, Tibbs, Rat Boy just stomping on that back of Chuck. Let's be honest a back injury is what nearly took Chuck out of this industry for good. And oh, he has flipped him over into the camel clutch. And Tibbs, at this point, you got to think Connor's attempted to re injure that back. He is trying to take Chuck Tibbs out of this company once again.
1: I don't think he's going to succeed, Sills. This is what you would do in this match. This is the tactic that anybody who understands their opponent would be taking. Trying to aim for the weak spots or what you think are the weak
0: spots. Because is that
1: so weak anymore, Rat Boy? I'll let you
0: find out for your fucking self. Well, I don't know. Looks like Connor just throwing down the legs, walking around. You can see Chuck on the ground, writhing in pain, grabbing at that back. The crowd just raining a parade of booze down onto the Rat Boy Connor. But oh my God, Chuck Tim's coming out of nowhere, looking to own Connor's ass, jumping on him like a spider monkey. Beating Connor senseless and oh locks him into a vicious sleeper hole. What in the world has come out of Chuck?
1: Yeah, that's what he was waiting for, Sills. I taught my boy the best way to
0: lure your enemies into a false sense of security is a good old-fashioned game of possum. That's right, but ooh, unfortunately, Connor backing up into that corner, smashing the back of Chuck against our turnbuckles, forcing Tibbs to release. And you can now see Connor going across the ring, going for a big splash. But ooh, Chuck ducks it before running the ropes, hitting a beautiful hurricane rana, sending Connor into the mat, and then a baseball drop kick to the skull, and Tibbs you can see your boy is starting to feel it as Connor walks straight into a clothesline then another Chuck Tibbs is on fire Oh, I get it, boy. That's the kind of combinations we're talking about. Keep up the offense. That's right, but Connor ducks that last clothesline attempt. Might have went to the well one too many times. Connor tries to go for a big neck breaker, but no! Chuck reverses! Chuck reverses and he's got him set up! It is a sight the JWF Universe has been waiting to see for months as he picks him up and levels him with the D D Oh, but Tibbs, it looks like your boy isn't done as he grabs the leg, locks him in it. The captain's hook. The captain's hook. Charlie's got him in the captain's hook and the rat boy is forced to tap out, leading to a decisive victory for the returning hero of the JWF, the man known as Chuck Tibbs. And Captain Tibbs, I know you gotta be proud right
1: now. Absolutely. That—that that is the kind of work we've been doing. That—that quick wittedness. <laughs> that pure agility in the ring, Zills. That. Is what makes a specialist. That is what makes a specialist like my son has become a man who is so fast on his feet that all he needs is just a few seconds. He drops you on your head, he locks your leg in,
0: and then you have to tap out or you break. That is right, Tibbs. But here's hoping he can keep this momentum rolling into the cash in the bag pay per view. But let's not forget, not only are we going to have a singles cash-in-the-bag briefcase. We are, of course, also going to have a tag team cash-in-the-bag match, where the VWO are going to take on Bananas in Pajamas, are going to take on the team known as the Wild Eyed Southern Boys, and let me tell you something, that is three teams who are clever, who are decisive, who I think having that briefcase makes them dangerous men, to our tag team champions, the men known as the War Wizards.
1: course, sells They've all had some sort of brush with the Tag Team Championships in the past. They're all capable. They're all well-suited. And honestly, Sills, the one team that gets the briefcase... There are going to be some real contenders
0: for our tag team champions. That is right, Tibbs. But of course, if we want to talk about the War Wizards, we do have to say that they have one hell of a competition waiting for them at cash in the bag as they face off against the team known as the Blockbusters, a team managed by the War Wizards' former manager, the man known as Lawrence Whitney. And we, of course, know in recent weeks, Lawrence has had some very, very decisive, very vicious things to say about his old team the war wizards
1: yes after the split from the war wizards he seems it seems to have been uh pretty non-amicable it seems like there was some dirty laundry that lawrence
0: wanted to air out on his end that is right Tibbs, and we have sent one of our top interviewers backstage with the war wizards to respond to lawrence whitney's accusations and to hear what they plan to do at cash in the back let's have a listen
2: Hello, everybody. Honey Pot, Mick. Make him say, Here with your JWF Tag Team Champions, the War Wizards. Now, gentlemen, last week, your former manager, Lawrence Whitney, came out and declared you two as failures and that his new clients, the Blockbusters, were a step up for his managerial career. How do you react to this horrid news?
0: All right, so, Lawrence Whitney thinks in his little world that the war wizards are failures. And to respond to that, I I think I'll use an American phrase. Where it at, though? Where it at, though? Where is this mystical little world where the war wizards are failures? Because ever since arriving here at the JWF, the war wizards have been draped in championship gold in our very First match here in this company, we claimed those JWF Tag Team Championships. And ever since, we have been undefeated. Meanwhile, the blockbusters, what have they done? You see, people like to think us and the JWF, oh, we
1: don't pay attention to our developmental territory. But we do.
0: We tune into JXT Every single Tuesday on the Fight Boys YouTube channel, just like the rest of the world. And I've seen the blockbusters. I've seen what they can do in that ring. And I've seen them fail. I've seen them lose every single damn time that they were in a match.
3: You see, Lawrence Whitney has a spell cast upon him. A spell called... Delusionous McFuckwitticus. It leaves its victim completely and totally delusional. In a state of absolute grandeur. And attacking like a complete and total ass. And there's only one cure... For someone who's under the grand thrall of this delusionous. And that... Is a complete and thorough ass kicking! And we plan to give that ass kicking to the blockbusters at cash in the bag because we are the war wizards and we're here to bust their blocks and keep our titles around our waist,
0: Abraka fucking Dabra
3: bitch!
0: Now, Tibbs, once again, like, how much money would it be for the psychiatric help? Like, I, I'm not saying it would come out of my pocket, but I was, I'm sure we could, like, find some money somewhere to help, you know, everybody. Not any, like, specific people who, once again, were just being interviewed. But I feel like maybe people could use some help.
1: All right, says I didn't want to tell you this, but... The company is certified as a mental health care facility, and they just put everybody here that they don't want to deal with. Okay. So we
0: get paid for it. That explains a lot, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, it's real, kind of gross, but other than that, it's it's whatever. But Tibbs, let's move on to our main event of the evening. Uh, a match that's kind of being billed as a family feud. Of course, last week, you know, we know the Hammer Man answered our JWF Captain's Champion, the Dillon's Open Challenge. And we know the Hammerman was mere inches away from winning that Captain's Championship that he has held with pride in the past until... The VWO, the Hammerman's brothers, the Hammerman's family came out and assaulted the Hammerman's tag team partner FOMO-san, which of course led to this match tonight as FOMO-san teams with the Hammerman to face off against his brothers for the first time in years.
3: Hmm.
1: It's it's really strange to see this as it's turned out, Sills. At the VWO they believe that their interference is helping their brother who has strayed from their path. However, FOMO-san cl- claims that he is taking the Hammerman to his true and rightful path of who he's supposed to be. And honestly, Sills, I don't know who to side with at this point because I just see
0: the Hammerman and I fall in love. So you're going to have to be objective for me. That's right, but you can see the match starting out. FOMO son on one side of the ring, Griffin Clouds on the other. You can see the Hammerman looking a little bit doubtful, unsure what to do. But ooh, the bell rings, and FOMO just charges at Griffin leveling him with a massive jumping Lariat. And Tibbs, you can tell FOMO-Son is not happy about the VWO's attack on him from last week as he just continues to level in those shots on the skull of the Vape Master General himself, Griffin Clouds
2: hmm
1: This is kind of what I wanted to see in this match, Sills. This is a battle for the Hammer Man's soul. This is trial by combat. And so only the
0: truly ordained victors will have the spoils. That's right, but look at this, fomo son going for an early attempt at that Rising Sun suplex, but ooh, look at that, Griffin Clouds landing on his feet, showing off the agility, and Quigley tags in his brother Justin, who just rushes, FOMO knocking the man known as the Rising Sun across the ring, and ooh, hits him with a suplex of his own, and Tim's Justin Clouds right now is showing off why he is known as the powerhouse of the VWO.
1: Of course, it is quite a feat. To knock FOMO oh down just that easily, Sills. He he is known for being a stone wall, almost impossible to topple over. His center of gravity is almost
0: perfect. But Justin Clouds knocked him over like he was nothing. That's right. But oh wait a minute! Look at this FOMO being forced to tag in his partner, the Hammerman, and you can see a look of hesitation behind the mask of the Hammerman as he stands toe to toe with his brother in the center of the ring. This is a family feud, but. Wait a minute, uh, Tibbs, look, look on the ramp, that's that's the wild-eyed Southern boys, and coming out of the crowd, it's it's bananas in pajamas, what are VWO's opponents and cash in the bag doing here, Tibbs? Aw, oh, damn it. Oh, and look at this. You can see Hammerman and Justin surrounded on all sides. One member of each team on each side of the apron. But, oh, look at this! The brothers joining forces trying to take out those tag teams. But, ooh, unfortunately, Sam Adams manages to take control, landing a beautiful sobriety test on the man known as Justin Clouds. Meanwhile, on the outside, you can see Bananas and Pajamas running damage control, taking out FOMO and Griffin. Ooh, sending Griffin through our announce table, and Tim Shibata is being forced to call for the disqualification. What the hell is going on? I don't know, Sales. Damn it. Let me get down there. i got to have to break this up. Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, Captain Tibs taking the microphone. It looks like we're gonna need an official decision from a JWF higher up. Let's hear what he's gotta say.
1: You boys! You really think you're smart, don't you? You think you'll get the upper hand on the VWO ahead of cash in the bag. Is that it? Is that what you're doing? (laughs) Well, guess what? Old Tibbs here has an idea. Yeah, he's gonna gonna have to bring it in. Hold on. He's gonna have to... I'm going somewhere. Ah, Holla, holla, player! Tibbs now says this match is about to restart. as a four-on-four tag
2: team match. Wait, what the hell,
0: Tibbs? Well, all four of these men in the ring at once. time the VWO and FOMO saw taking on Bananas and Pajamas and the Wild Eyed Southern Boys this main event has just doubled
1: <laughs> hey, sales, if they wanted to come
0: down and start trouble, well, they got it. That's right. And you can see the Hammerman looking furious, staring across at Joey Pajamas. I mean, Hammerman just saw his own brother go down to a sobriety test from Sam Adams. Oh, but, oh, Tims, that bell goes ringing. Look at this. Joey just tagging in Houston Longhorn before he could be on the receiving end of the Hammerman's vicious antics. And, Tims, you know something? They say the best way to win sometimes is not to play at all, and I think that's what Joey's thinking right now.
1: (laughs) Of course, still. It shows how much they really wanted to come down here if they'd have known they were going to be in a match.
0: That's right, and you can see Hammerman Houston Longhorn locking up in the center of the ring, and now Houston dragging Hammerman towards the ropes, tossing him off, and oh, just sends the Hammer Man flying through the air with a back body drop. We're no stranger to seeing the Hammer Man flying, but not like that, Mm Timbs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Not at all, Sills, but it's always
0: just a sight to see. That's right, but Hammerman in a tough spot, trying to crawl towards his family on the opposite side of the ring. But, ooh, unfortunately, Houston dragging him back towards his corner, tagging in Johnny Bananas, who is just like a lion, playing with his food, stomping on that broken body of the Hammerman. But, Tim's, i got to ask it. A match like this is an opportunity. An opportunity to weaken your opponent before a big match. And I don't know if it's the wisest move for these four men to keep beating down the Hammer Man. I mean, that's not who they're going to be facing at cash in the back.
1: No, it's not, Silks. It's only It's almost like they came in here with a certain goal and now someone has fucked with
0: it. And they're having to go through the Hammerman to get to their real opponents. That's right. You can see Johnny tagging in Joey, who's just ready and willing to go after the Hammerman. But wait! Hammerman reverses a big leg drop attempt from Joey, just rolling out of the way. And now he rushes towards his corner. But no! The VWO wiped out by the Wild Eyed Southern Boys. But Tibbs. The VWO ain't the only person on that side of the ring. There's one man, one man left, and it Son. FOMO-san. FOMO-san tagged in by the Hammer Man, and he rushes Joey. And now you can see Joey trying to go for a tag, terrified of what awaits him in the form of FOMO-san, but the rest of his team is on the outside. The rest of his team is busy with the VWO. Joey Pajamas is sitting there like a snake in a barrel.
1: He's right there in the middle, and I don't think that he's gonna have anything to defend against them.
0: That's right, Joey goes for a big Irish whip, but oh, unfortunately, FOMO reverses into a vicious half and half suplex, throwing Joey down for his troubles. But Tibbs FOMO's not done yet. He is the master of the back suplex for a reason, and he looks to prove it as he hits Joey with the Rising Sun. That vicious back suplex, but he bridges, holds on for the. One Two No Before Shibata can hit the mat The Wild-Eyed Southern Boys hit the ring And they are saving Joey from a big loss And Tim's, let me tell you something I think if it wasn't for the Southern Boys This match would be over right now
1: Uh-huh Fomo-san could
0: have broken his back with that maneuver There's no getting out of it That's right You see some synergy going on Between the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys and Pajamas Bananas and Pajamas And that might spell, seem to spell victory For these four men, but wait a minute! Sam Adams! Sam Adams dropping Joey with the sobriety test! Tims, we've said it before, we'll say it again, there are no friends in cash in the back, and the Southern boys just prove that as they are leaving bananas in pajamas, high and dry in the center of the ring.
1: That's how the cookie crumbles, Sills. They came out here
0: trying to weaken one opponent, and they got put right against each other. That's right, but FOMO, ever the opportunist, he's not sure what's going on between those two teams, but he is capitalizing on it, rushing for a pin. Oh, but no, Johnny stops him at the pass, and unfortunately it is not over for the team known as Bananas in Pajamas as Joey and Johnny stand back-to-back with these four teams waiting on him. (laughs)
1: <laughs> a little bit of, a little bit of solidarity between brothers there with padanas and
0: pajamas. You got to admire that tenacity. That's right. And you see, Hammerman. He is laid out on the outside. FOMO-san doesn't know who to tag, but he sees Griffin Clouds. Griffin Clouds, the man who he was jaw jacking back and forth with last week. But Griffin climbs up on the apron. FOMO's left with no choices. He tags in Griffin. But look at this, Griffin Cloud shaking the hand of Fomos on the ultimate show of respect between these two competitors.
2: That's really sweet, Sills. I like that.
0: That's right, but unfortunately that handshake has allowed Joey Pajamas to just, ooh, assault Griffin from behind, leveling him, taking him down to the mat, and now Joey picks him up, whips him into the ropes, goes for a lariat, but Griffin ducks and ooh, levels the Pajama Man with a beautiful neckbreaker. It looks like Joey is not in a good place as Griffin looks to set him up for that under-vapor maneuver, the move that won him the JWF Championship so long ago. But ooh, unfortunately, Johnny hits the ring, leveling the youngest cloud brother with a big lariat. But look at that! FOMO-SAN right behind him FOMO-SAN snapping him saving Griffin Clouds as he takes out Johnny Bananas with the Rising Sun suplex oh but look at this he holds on we've seen this tag team maneuver before as the Hammer Man back up on the ropes and he levels him with the Hammer Leg Drop FOMO-SAN and the Hammerman have taken out Johnny Pajamas and now unfortunately it looks like Joey is alone in the ring and he does not look happy
1: I wouldn't be either. You're in the lion's den now, little boy. That's
0: right. And oh, he eats a big kick from fomo Son and then walks into a massive hammer boot from the Hammer Man. Meanwhile, you can see Griffin Clouds tagging in his brother, Justin, who just picks up the broken body of Joey Pajamas, flipping him upside down. And Tibbs, let me tell you something, Joey Pajamas has been in some rough spots over the years, but this might be the most rough of his entire career as fomo on Griffin Clouds, the Hammerman, all fly off the ropes at once for a triple under vapor, crashing Joey's head into the mat. Oh, man, bury him. Go for the pin, One, two, three, and Tim's let me tell you something, this match might have started out as a family feud, but it looks like it's ended with a family reunion.
1: You know what Sills, that's what we're all about here at the JWF, we're about keeping families together and keeping people happy, and that's what just happened tonight.
0: That's right, but look at this, Griffin. Griffin grabbing FOMO-san's hand, holding it high. Tibbs, it looks like the VWO have just become one stronger. It looks to me like FOMO-san just got welcomed into the family. This is amazing.
1: I'll tell you, Silva, this was not the outcome I was expecting tonight, but I'm all the happier for it.
0: That is right, Tibbs. And who knows what's going to happen next week on our go-home show for a Cash in the Back. We, of course, are going to hear from your son, Chuck. For the first time since returning to this company About how he feels About his Cash in the Bag debut And then of course we're going to have a match Where for the first time in JWF history One half of the blockbusters The man known as the Titan Is stepping between the ropes To take on one half of the War Wizards Jeremis And Tim's. let me tell you something That match is going to be absolutely can't miss
1: 100% stills And so that means that you better tune in
0: next week That's right. In addition to that, we are going to have an exclusive sit-down interview with the three men who are going to be involved in a triple threat match at Cash in the Bag. Of course, earlier tonight, Guy Fieri and Momoa Curry both made bids for the title, which, of course, led to Captain Tibbs making the amazing announcement that we are going to have a triple threat as Scotty Moore defends his title, not just against Momoa Curry, but also against Guy Fieri and Tibbs. Let me tell you something. Those are three volatile personalities, and I don't know how that sit-down interview is going to go
1: all I'll say is if we had the budget, we'd have hired Jerry Springer. <laughs>
0: that is right, Tues. But until then, remember to support the JWF by donating to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is where you can support our entire network of products, the entire BS network. And who knows, if you donate, we might bring you into our developmental territory, JXT, see how you can handle it, and see if you could possibly become a champion.
1: Uh huh. If you too want to be broken down to your base mental parts, why don't you just give
0: a thought to supporting us here that is the worst possible plug I think we could possibly make Tibbs but of course also if you want to support your favorite JWF superstars you can by picking up their shirts at merch.alotapurebs.com click in the JWF section go in pick a shirt for, for the Hammer Man a, a Captain Tibbs poster whoever you want to support you can at merch.alotapurebs.com but until next time he's been Captain Tibbs I've been Silver Spoon, this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.